Well, <clears throat> it's very interesting to hear Brian talk today because <clears throat> this is really the living word. In the Bible it says that the true spiritual teacher is the living word, the word made flesh. In India, when the spiritual teacher comes present before their disciples and they come present to the place where they normally sit or stand to share, they actually come up to that spot and they bow for a moment. an acknowledgement for that which is coming present in that moment, which is the Holy Spirit. They bow in acknowledgement, they bow in gratitude for this opportunity, and then they began to speak. And Brian said it very clearly, it is the Holy Spirit that comes forward with the teacher to share with the disciples to help them on this journey, to help them on this path, so that they can begin to experience the divine, the truth, the loving that is there for all of us in this journey. And the teacher is one who can assist in bringing that forward for each and every one, if they will allow it, if they will let go of the world for a moment and allow the Holy Spirit to begin to work with them and lift them. The Holy Spirit is the grace, and the Holy Spirit is that which was anchored in your consciousness at the time of initiation. And it works with you whether you're conscious of it or not, whether you're, whether you're willing or not. It is working with you all the time. And the key for you is to let go. Let go of your willfulness. Let go of your complaints. Let go of your blame. Let go of your judgments. Let go. Let go of all those things that run inside of you from the etheric realm down to the physical body. Just let go of it. And in that moment of letting go, you will experience a movement of the divine in you. And meditation is where the greatest opportunity for that is to take place. But in meditation, you have to let go of the struggle. You have to let go. And oftentimes, people in meditation, they're talking to God through their mind and through their emotions and through their imagination, trying to get their way, trying to get answers, trying, trying, trying. And all that gets in the way of allowing that movement of loving and grace to come forward and to take us higher. It is just a short journey, if you will, to get to the soul of who we are. Really, it's just a matter of waking up. Waking up to the truth. We don't have to journey anywhere. <clears throat> the truth is who we are. We as soul are the truth of God. We are the loving of God. And all we have to do is let go of the illusionary world and all of its elements, the physical, the imagination, the emotions, the mind, and the unconscious, <clears throat> and wake up 
to the truth of who we are. By chanting that name inside of us, by chanting the <coughs> the who or the hue and the anti-hue, we can begin to stir ourselves awake and begin to allow ourselves to be pulled up into the truth of who we are. But we also have to let go of that which we think we are. We are caught up so much in this world. And to, this, to, to us at this level, this is all there seems to be. This is what we have to deal with. This is who I am. I have heard that so many times. But you don't understand. This is who I am. Well, in truth, you don't understand. I know who you are. You may not. And I and Brian are here to assist you in waking up to the knowing of who you truly are, not who you think or feel or imagine yourself to be. And it is a simple, simple, simple journey. But some of us make it pretty hard. We complain, we gripe, we get angry at God and at the teacher and at life and at ourselves. Because we're not getting it our way. We're not getting it the way we think it should be. Just let go of that and let it be. And let that beingness come forward so that you can experience the truth of the truth and not the truth that you think it's supposed to be. Because it's not anything like you can imagine. It's not anything like you could feel. It's not anything like you can think. It is so much beyond all of that. And it is something that you have never experienced if you've never experienced it. If you've experienced it, then you know what I'm talking about because you have been above all of that and you have moved into the oneness. But if you haven't, you've got to really let go of so much of the self of the world in order to enter into that. And you know one of the greatest tools I have found for myself and I've used throughout all of this lifetime since I was very young. I give it all up to God. I just give everything up to God every day, all day long. I give this up to you, God. I give this experience up to you. I give this person up to you. I give this opportunity up to you. I give this problem up to you. Just everything I give up to God. Sometimes I actually even say, you know, I don't know what to do with this. I don't know what to do with myself right now. I don't know what to do with my mind. I don't know what to do with this person. I don't know what to do with this situation. So I'm just giving this up to you for you to do it. Do it in me and through me. Do it however you want. Just do it because I don't know how. I'll tell you what, if you can really 
come to a place inside of yourself where you can do that, you're going to find God so quickly. And you're going to find the truth of who you are as soul so quickly. And here's a key. You can't fake it and have it happen. It's got to come from a very sincere place inside of you. And it has to just happen. God knows the difference between when we're faking it and testing them and when we're really sincere. And there will be a day, I promise you, where all of a sudden you will just look up and go, okay, God, I've got to give this up to you. I don't know what to do. I can't do this alone. I need you. I need you to do this with me, for me. And you will get the response. I hear it over and over. Not every day, but I hear it enough from people who have been initiated and who are walking this pathway that finally get to that point and they let go. And they enter into a very new and different place inside of themselves. By doing the meditation every day, by giving it the real time that is asked of us to do the meditation in, you can begin to rise above all the elements of the physical self. And you can begin to experience the truth of who you are as soul. Look to that light. Look to that sound. Pay attention to the inner movements that are calling you home because the still small voice of God is ever speaking your name and saying, come home, come home, come home. Whether it appears as a beacon of light before you in your meditation that is ever pulsating and moving and calling you home, or it comes forth as an inner sound that is that still small voice of God calling you home, or it comes forth as a feeling, a feeling of grace, a feeling of loving, a feeling of forgiveness, a feeling of acceptance. Follow that and let go of the mind, the emotions, the imagination, and the body. The body has so many different needs and wants and desires. It is amazing how all of those things on all these different levels can get in the way. But it only gets in the way because we're habitualized to all of that. And we run it daily. The moment we wake up, Oh, what am I supposed to do? And off we go on the mind journey, making the list of the day. And then it's like, oh my God, I don't want to have to go to work. I just don't, I can't stand being around those people anymore. They just disturb me so much. And in comes the feelings. They make me feel inferior. They make me feel less than. They make me feel angry. They make me feel put upon. They make me feel as though I have to do it all. 
And then our imagination kicks in and we start imagining the day before it even happens. We go, oh my God, if I see them, what am I going to do? How am I going to handle this? And we imagine a whole scenario. Or we imagine something that happened yesterday. And it didn't go the way we wanted it to. And after we left the situation, all of a sudden it was going, why didn't I say that? Why didn't I say this? Why didn't I do this? And we carry on this whole level of imagination of how it would have looked like if we had done it differently. And we wake up in the morning and off we go doing the same thing again. Does any of that sound familiar to you? Those are the things that get in the way of you waking up and knowing who the, you truly are as soul, as divine, and knowing God in that. Because remember, your soul is the divine spark of the Lord. God created you in his image. And that which is his image is light. So you are the light of God. And that divine spark is a light of God that has gone forth throughout all of creation to experience God in its fullness. And it is for us to become awake once again to the truth of who we are as that divine, living, loving light. And let go of all that is not that. This world is a world of illusion, of separation, of polarity, and it's here for a reason. This isn't a mistake. God created this creation just like he created all of creation. And by us going throughout all of creation, we learn all about God. And when we return back into the oneness of God, we go back in the fullness of God and the full knowing of God, the full expression of God, and the full manifestation of God. Well, this is a place where we experience separation, illusion, and polarity. Some hard lessons to learn. There's a lot easier lessons in other creations, other universes, other places to be. Loving, peace, joy, gratitude, abundance. Those sound pretty simple, don't they? We just happen to be in the last phase of it called separation, illusion, and all that that is. But once you complete this path, this journey, this experience, we find the inner pathway that takes us home to God. In other words, it's saying, you're done. All the journeying that you as a soul have been doing throughout eons of time, if you will, even though at these other levels there's no time, the journey is coming to a close. And it's time now for the soul that is God in you to return back from which it came. To return back. 
letting go of all these creations and moving back into the fulfillment, back into the oneness, where your divine spark merges once again with the fullness of the divine light of God. And you live once again in the oneness of that. And do you know what is the challenge for you? Is letting go of you. How many times have I been asked, well, well, well I still identify myself as me? Or am I going to lose myself? Can't I maintain my separateness and my knowing of myself as I am right now? If you want to. But all I can say is, to do that, you have to stay in this illusion. You have to stay in this place of knowing just that. You've got to be able to let go of all of this and really merge back into the oneness again. And that means you lose the self that you know right now. You lose all that is here, but yet you maintain it all at the same time. Because the loving, the insights, the wisdom, the truth, the experience that you as a soul went out to have goes with you as you merge back into the oneness and all that is your loving, all that is your experience, all that was your journey now merges with that which is God and begins to bring in God into the greater fulfillment through you. Every time a soul merges back into the oneness, God is fulfilled in a greater way. And that's what God is asking us as initiates to do now, is to come back and be in the fulfillment once again. And stop living in separation. You've done it. You've completed it. What the hell are you staying here for? Do the meditation. Do the inner work. Do the outer work. And let go and be God. Not just let God, but be the God that you are. God is loving. God is joyful. God is abundant. God is creative. God is so much. But God isn't a complainer. I have never heard God complain. Oh, poor little me. God, look at all this I have to put up with. These souls that are just like, God doesn't complain. God loves us all however we are. God accepts us just as we are. God assists us in all things, even if we don't know it. I have seen people where God is walking so close with them, and yet they do not know it. And God is going, come on, I'll help you get this done. Come on, I'll even do it for you. And they're going, no, 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 I'll do it myself. Just leave me alone. And at the same time, they're complaining, I feel so alone. Nobody's here for me. When is somebody going to help me? 
And God's going, I will, I will. But it's because it's not of this world that they can't feel it or see it or hear it or know it. It's of spirit that is there saying, I'll help, I'll help. And because we don't have the awareness to be present in that and to accept that, we push it away. But if you do the meditation, you're going to find that you'll begin to wake up and be more sensitive into that flow. And all of a sudden, there'll be a day where you'll go, yeah, 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 come on, God, let's do it together. You do it with me. Do it for me, however you want to do it. But let's get this done. Help me to forgive these people. Help me to forgive myself. Help me to accept these situations. Help me to be in the loving with myself and with others so that I can move forward in life in a different way. Ask and you shall receive. Boy, ask and you shall receive. But what are you asking for? Are you asking for a puppy dog? Well, go get that yourself. They're easy to find. You don't have to have God bring you the puppy dog. Are you looking for a romance in the world? Well, don't ask God for the romance. Go and find it. That's part of your journey and that's part of your experience then. Go and create it. Go and find it. Go and build one together. And just invite God into all of that. But don't expect God to bring everything to you, make everything happen. There's a saying, if you do your part, God will do God's. But a lot of people just want God to do his part. Don't make me do this. You do it. Let me have the joy of it, but you do it. It's a 50-50 journey. You do your part, God will do the other. Well, really, it's not even 50-50. It's 90-10. Actually, in spirit, God says, if you do your 10%, I'll do the other 90. Now, those are pretty good terms to work with. If you just do your 10%, I'll do the other 90. Well, what is the 10%, Lord? I'll do it then. Do your meditation. Give me 10% of the day. Two and a half hours a day, give me attention, loving, focus, awakening. You do your 10% and I'll help you and I'll take care of all the other 90%. That's pretty good until you sit down and start doing the two and a half hours a day in meditation. And after about 40 minutes of it, you're going, oh my God, oh, how long is this going to go on? It's got to stop. My mind is killing me. It just keeps talking and talking and talking and complaining. Why am I doing this? I've got so much to go do and everything. And oh God, just five minutes 
have gone by since then. How am I going to make it through to two and a half hours? And then we get discouraged after going through that for six, seven, eight days, and we don't do our 10% anymore. Well, God knows something very profound. If we will sit through all of that, during that two and a half hours, we will get to a point where all of a sudden everything of the physical consciousness will let go. And for a moment, maybe just for a second, we're going to experience ourselves as soul. And it may take two hours and 29 minutes to get there. And the last minute will be that other. Then it's worth sitting there for two and a half hours to get there. Do the two and a half hours, begin the process of learning how to focus inward and upward and beyond all the elements of this physical creation to wake up in the soul and allow yourself to have the experience of the awakening. And then when you get up and start doing the day, God's going to go right there with you because now God is waking up inside here, inside of you. And believe me, once that divine spark begins to know itself in the truth of what it is and who it is, it begins to take dominion over all the elements below. And the mind, the emotions, the imagination, and the body start to come into fulfillment, start to come into alignment. And what was fighting you in meditation all of a sudden will be saying, yeah, 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 let's sit down and meditate. I want more of that. Now, that doesn't happen the second day, the third month, the fifth year maybe even, but it will happen where all of a sudden everything will line up and come into agreement and begin to work with you in the action of awakening. We've said this that we've said today over and over and over in other ways. These are not new words. These are not new statements. But maybe today is the first day you've heard it. And maybe it is new in that way. If all of a sudden you're hearing something for the first time, Listen to it and pay attention to it because now something inside of you is beginning to wake up to the greater truth. And the stirring inside of you is calling you to wake up and come home. We are the prodigal sons of God. Whether you're male or female in this lifetime, in the story of the Bible, the prodigal son, we are that. We are the soul that left God's home and came into the world of separation and came into this journey that the prodigal son has been on. All that time that we've been 
roaming around everywhere, God has been calling us home. Not just come home. I don't care. Just come home. I want you in the fullness. I want you in my wholeness. Come home. Sit down in meditation and listen for God's call. Feel God's loving. See the direction to go through that movement of the light and respond. It isn't in the world. You're never going to see it in the world. You're never going to find it in the world. I wish it was that easy. I would be taking you there right now. But what the spiritual teacher is here to do is to take you someplace different, to take you inward and upward. That's both the simplest journey and the hardest, all at the same time. Because it requires your participation at a level you may have never, ever done before for yourself or for anyone else. And it means sitting down and going inside and really facing you, confronting you, seeing you for who you really are, and seeing all those things that you have put between you and the truth of yourself, and having to move them aside, forgive them and let them go, transform them into something that will serve you in this inner journey. And that is sometimes the hardest part, to see yourself at these other levels. There's something that is said on the inner, cell, uh, inner planes that says it takes a brave soul to see the face of God. And it is. It takes a brave soul to see the face of God. Because to see the face of God, you've got to first look at all those other faces of you that you have put between you and God, and you have to forgive them, release them, transform them, do whatever it is to move them aside so that finally you can see the face of God. And it takes a brave soul to do that, to go inside and really look and move through all that. It'd be great if you just sat down, closed your eyes, and voila! There's God, and you're in God, and it's oneness, and my bliss, and oh my God, what am I not ever doing this for? I've got to come here all the time. But instead, it's sit down and confront your mind, confront your feelings, experience your imagination and all that it does to distract you from going upward. Instead, it takes you back out. So it takes a brave soul. Be brave, be courageous. And the way to do that is to be loving. Just sit and love God. Be in the loving with God, even if you don't believe God's there yet. Just say, I love you, Lord. I love you, and I open to receive your loving. Because it's the loving that is your braveness. That's where you are the bravest. And that loving 
will move you forward, will open the pathway, and will transform anything that stands between you and God so that you can truly see the face of God and then merge into that face and into God itself. That's the journey. It's so, so simple. And like I said, at the same time, it seems so hard. There'll be a day where you're going to walk it, whether it be this lifetime or another. There will be a day because there's no other direction to go once you've completed this place but inward and upward. Every spiritual teacher who has ever lived has taught this pathway. When I say spiritual teacher, I truly mean one who initiates people with the sacred name of God and offers them just what we're offering you here. What we share today has been shared for eons of time since man has been on this planet. And believe me, the teachings have been around much longer than 6,000 years, 8,000 years, 10,000 years. If you really could go back and see the history of humanity on this planet alone, just this planet, you would be amazed. And through it all, there have been the teacher. The teacher teaching those that were complete and ready to go home. And they said back then what we say here. And nothing more than that. And the reason that is, is because it's always the voice of God, the Word made flesh, that is sharing the same simple truth. The same simple loving. The same simple pathway. Always. If that teacher is true, then the word of God that lives in them and through them is true. And that's the voice to follow. So I know if you don't do it now, maybe eons of time from now, you'll do it. I've seen it before, and I know I'll see it again. I've done this so many times, you could not even imagine. Now I'll share something with you. I know I'm going way over schedule. But I want to share something with you that I have been working with lately inside myself. In a life before this one, I was a teacher, just as I am today. And in that life, it was a busy, hectic, amazing life. And when I left that physical body and I moved forward to this one, I begged God, Lord, could I just have an ordinary life this time, please? Just an ordinary life. And when I was born, and as I was growing up as a child, I asked that over and over and over. 
And God never said yes or no. But I've had a pretty ordinary life compared to a lot of the lives I've had before this one. This has been a pretty ordinary life. And it's been a relief. And it has assisted me in preparing yet for more to come. And recently, I have felt that my ordinary life has come to a close. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to die soon physically. But it does mean now I am preparing for the next life. And it means that I'm going to be moving into some new energies within myself and new actions and new elements within myself in preparation for that when that day comes. And what that's going to look like, I don't know. But I'm excited about it now. I'm not begging for God. No, 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 let, let me have the fulfillment of the ordinary life. I think I've done that much. I've had the fulfillment of the ordinary life. Now it's time to move on to the extraordinary again. And whether you see the extraordinary manifesting in me or through me or around me, I don't know. Because I don't know what that is going to look like. It's just beginning. But I know my ordinary life is done. So, would you have your eyes open? Pay attention and see if you can see the difference as it happens. A lot of it will be happening on the inner and not the outer, but I hope that some of that shows into the outer as well. We'll see. And I ask you, stop thinking about the life to come and stop concerning yourself about the person that you are and having to give that up to go back into the oneness with God. Go for the extraordinary, and going into the oneness of God is the extraordinary. Let go of the ordinary. This is the ordinary. And this you have done so many times. It's extraordinary that you've done it that much. But let go of it now and see what is there for you, just as I'm going to see what's there for me. My direction is different because I know I have lives yet to live to be in service to God doing this. And now I'm fine with it again. When I left the last life, <laughs> I wasn't too fine with it. I really wanted to stay on the other side in spirit and not have to come back down here again. But I've relaxed into it again, so I'm fine. A few more hundred lives, and then we'll see from there where I'm at. I don't want you to have a few more hundred lives or even another life. I want you to be complete and whole and one in God now, fulfilled in God now, letting go of all these lower creations and merging back into the fullness of you as soul in God. That's what I live for. That's what Brian lives for. That's why we're here. We live for nothing else but that.
we do the inner and the outer work. We do the 10% and the 90% with God, with you. And I hope that you know we're here for you. And I know that we are here for God. We're here to serve God in all ways. And guess what? You are all a divine spark of God. And we are serving God as we serve the God in you. That's how we serve God. So when we share with you, we share with the God in you that the God in you might begin to have dominion over you at this level and begin to wake up and to shine forth its loving grace. Let it happen. Give it time every day to let it happen. All right.